Wee, hot diggity dog shit. What's going on, everybody out there? I don't know what that means. Everybody out there in Substack land, it's your boy Corey Ryan Forster here on the 20,000 step rant, trying to get off slender and sexified before I come down to Nash, Vegas this weekend, December 15th through the 17th at Zany's Comedy Club. If you're around town or in the greater Nashville area or just feel like driving a couple damn hours, Come see us. Me and the boys, our homecoming shows, they're always a blast. They always sell out. It's going to be great. Go to wellreadcomedy.com for tickets or Zanies and Nashville's website. I don't care how you get them as long as you get them and we see you. Sure would be fun. I don't know what accent that was that I just did for the record. I, I was, had a, like a revelation earlier that um, I'm starting to not know what I actually sound like. Does that... Maybe maybe I should explain myself a little bit more. I feel like anybody listening here that's from the South and works in like a professional setting definitely can probably relate to some of the stuff I'm about to say because I have like so many different accents that I, I undulate between depending on what I'm doing. Like, okay, like the reddest I'll ever sound is when I have just been on the phone with my mama. That's like the red, which we did just talk about an hour ago. That's like the reddest I'll ever sound. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I'm just mimicking her and we get to talking and it's always about some red shit or whatever. And that's like the reddest I'll ever sound, I think. But then like, there's of course the buttercream dreams accent, which is Southern, but it's, it's like this, baby. It's like Elvis got a sore throat. Skew. You know, I don't know. And then like, if I'm ever... If I'm ever trying to make like a serious point or something, I think that I feel myself sort of code switching to sort of like, I don't know, lessen the accent a little bit because we were conditioned uh, as Southern people to be like, hey, if you, when you sound like that, people ain't going to take you serious, boy. So you might want to, <laughs> you know, drop that shit. Now, actually, most people that sound like that don't, I don't give a fuck how, they, how I come across. Y'all can suck my ass. But like, and I don't have a job where I have to come across as professional, but like, I don't know. I think there is like this instinct when I'm trying to get a serious point across to enunciate more. And then I find that when I'm doing like promos for dates and stuff, I end up enunciating more because I want to make sure that everyone knows that I mean, we will be at Zany's Comedy Club December 15th through the 17th. You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day... I don't really know which one of them's real. Like, I don't know. I need to guess, just listen to what I sound like when I'm talking to my wife. But it, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't mean this in some Freud way, but like, y'all, I don't think I know who the fuck I am anymore. <laughs> because like, uh, you know, with a, with a person like me, at least, um, I'm in like work mode all the time and I'm always playing different characters. And some of those characters are just amped up rednecks like when i play ward caldwell for instance hey what's going on it's ward caldwell and i believe that the democrats are going to crack your toddler's skull open and drink its blood so they can live longer you know that's uh <laughs> that's more jacked up what's funny though is is that that uh, ward caldwell's voice is just me doing an impression of a real guy that I know. And I promise you, if you ask anybody that knows this guy, my impression is 100% not exaggerated, dead on. <laughs> Matter of fact, it might even be toned down. Uh, I don't know. But just interesting about accents. I don't know if y'all feel that way. You know, any of y'all out there that read this Substack and are Southern and work in a professional setting, 
Y'all holler at me in the comments on whether or not you've had any experience with code switching, which uh, whether intentional or accidental. For those of you that don't know what code switching is, and uh, well, if you don't know, you might want to Google it first because I'm probably about to tell you some wrong stuff. But in my experience, what I think it is, what I've been told it is, is just that. It's like a, it's like in the movie um, The Departed, the wonderful Martin Scorsese, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin shouldn't be the second person you mention when you're describing The Departed. He's a great actor, though. You know, Jack Nicholson. I always want to say Jack Nicholson because of golf. Uh, Matt Damon, all those. It's a great movie, and in it, Mark Wahlberg accuses Leonardo DiCaprio of living a double life. Like, oh, you know, you hang out, you're in the city with your mom, and then at, on the weekends you're in Southie with your dad. Oh, you're probably dropping your eyes. He goes, you had two different fucking accents, didn't you? And I think that that's what code switching is. Like, and yeah, I'm out of breath, dog. I'm walking uphill. I always walk when I talk to y'all, but usually on flat surfaces. I don't know who the fuck I'm kidding. Every day I'm like, nah, I'm shake. I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna do this shit while I'm walking uphill. I'm fine. But code switching is like, I, and I'm I'm guilty of this too. Whenever I'm hanging out in uh, New York, because I lived in New York for a while, and some of my really good buddies are still there. And so when I go up to do shows there, I visit. And I hang out with my New York friends, or probably more intensely, my New Jersey friends. I mean, I'm telling you, it takes me 10 minutes before I'm just like, oh, bro, give me a beer, bro. Like, And I'm, I don't even know that I'm doing it. You just sort of like, it's like being a chameleon. You just sort of adapt, adapt to it. And I think with, in a professional setting, it's like what I was saying earlier about like, you're a redneck, but you work at a law firm and you don't want anybody to think you're stupid. So you sort of, you know, just kind of go for this broadcaster voice or whatever. Like my buddy Robbie, he might be listening right now, but I feel like it happened to him. He moved to uh, Rochester, not Rochester, New York, Syracuse, New York to do real estate when we were younger. And I swear to you, he came back and he didn't have a goddamn accent no more. <laughs> they beat it out of him. That son of a bitch. That codfish. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a... That's the thing. Big day on the internet. I don't know if y'all seen, but Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk apparently went on stage with uh, Dave Chappelle last night to do nothing, <laughs> which I thought was the most bizarre part about it. I'm certain I'm not gonna beat beat uh, beat it off. Not beat it off. I'm not gonna beat the dead horse too much here because a lot has been said about it. I know that we're gonna talk about it on the Well Read podcast today uh later today when when we record it not when y'all hear it but the one thing i want to say that i probably won't talk about on the show is this this is the angle that i'm taking on the whole elon thing this is the thing that confounds me the most and this is the thing that i just can't understand and it's probably why i'll never have money is that this it's this and hear me when i say this and know that it is true if my ass ever had 44 billion dollars the last goddamn place that you would find me is twitter okay none of this would be happening like dude if you ask any comedian almost any comedian hey what would you do if you had enough money they'd be like i'd never be on social media again a fucking another day in my life let alone buy the some bitch and then get on there every day. It, and now all of a sudden it's your job. 
Like, dude, fuck that. If I ever, dude, if it's 44 billion, hell, if I make 44 million, y'all ain't ever gonna see my ass again. <laughs> that ain't true. You'll see me again because I'll be doing like passion projects and stuff. And of course, they'll still be the Substack. But I promise y'all this. Uh, if I if I ever have forty four million dollars in the bank, y'all don't have to pay the five dollars no more. Okay, I'll make you that promise. Until then, I do ask that you give me five dollars a month. But after that, yeah, we'll just uh, you know what everything I do will just be for fun. How about that? How about that? Because I just don't I don't get that type of money, man. I don't get and I don't get the hunger for that type of money. You know what I mean? Like like. Um, there's like two, there's, there's, there's two types of people in the world and I fall into the category. There's people who want money for power and there's people who want money for freedom or comfort. And I definitely fall into the latter category. Like money to me is a tool that I can use to give myself time. You know what I'm saying? Time is money, money also time, baby. You got enough money, you can buy yourself some time. That's all I'm really trying to do. I bust my ass, you know, and uh, I, you know, as an entertainer, I'm lucky that like, if, if somebody will have me, I can do this until I drop dead. There's no like, well, I'm 65. I can't do it no more. You know, there's nothing like that. Uh, but like I'm, I, I bust my ass trying to get ahead, trying to, you know, sign some deals and make some moves because dude, I would like for, uh, you know, in, sooner than most people to be able to say, okay, I don't have to do it anymore. Now I want to do it and everybody's taken care of and, uh, I can chill and work on passion projects and help other people achieve their dreams. That's what I would want to do. Now, I'm sure there's been plenty of people who thought all that shit and then made a fuck ton of money. And all of a sudden they were like, you know, I think I'd like to make a second fuck ton of money. <laughs> it clearly happens. And that's what that's what bothers me with the whole Dave Chappelle thing, man. Like, you'll never hear me make fun of, like, talk shit about Dave Chappelle as a comedian. Now, like, I think he's obsessed with trans people in a way that is bad and toxic and is hurting people, so fuck that. Uh, as a comedian, dude, he's one of the greats. Like, nothing he can or ever will do will change the fact like, it doesn't take away the first half of his career. It doesn't take away the sketch show. That's not how that works. O.J. Simpson was still <laughs> the best running back in college football. You know what I'm saying? You can take the goddamn Heisman away from him all you want, but we all saw it. You know, stats are stats. But, so I'll never, I'm not going to talk shit about Chappelle as a comedian, but, like, it scares me as a person because Chappelle, to me, seems to be proof that you, nobody is safe from what money will do to you because I think Dave Chappelle is a bright man. He's definitely smarter than me. You cannot like some of the stupid, the opinions he has now. And I definitely don't. And I think they're wrong. Um, but he's not a dumb person at all. He is beyond brilliant. I think that at his heart, at least he used to be a, a good person. He's certainly funnier than me. You know, and so all that shit scares me. It's like, God damn, if, if the elite, if the people with money can, can break Dave Chappelle and maybe I don't know if break is the right word. If they can, if they can talk him into the fact that, Hey, now that you've got all this money, you don't have to give a fuck about nobody else. Then like, 
you know, he's a better man than me. That's all I'm saying. Like, I remember one time we were in Los Angeles, and we was walking around, and we came upon the Scientology church, and Drew and Trey were laughing, and they were like, Cho, that's what they call me, Cho. They were like, you need to run up in there and, and uh, fake like you want to join or whatever. And I just said, mm-mm, I ain't getting nowhere near that. And they were like, why? And I said, they've taken better men than me. <laughs> and I mean that. Like, Tom Cruise is a better man than me, and they got him. I think he's a, maybe a worse man than me now, but like he wasn't at one point and they got him. So I don't know how that shit works. But I just have to believe in my heart <laughs> that like if somebody dumped a bunch of money on me tomorrow, which Lord, I hope they do, that uh, I wouldn't think, how can I sell my soul to make even more? I just think, all right, well, I'm comfortable. Let's get an RV, maybe a boat, pay for the kids college, give the rest to mama and, uh, you know. Now I have to do shit and uh, do some independent movies that nobody would, the, the stuff that I've always wanted to do that nobody bought from me. Let's do that shit. Is that so hard? <laughs> you know? So I don't know. That's how I feel about the Elon shit. Like, we'll save the how do I feel about his politics aside. I disagree with his fundamentals on approaching life with a shit ton of money. Because at first everybody thought he was like goddamn, you know, Iron Man. Like, no, you don't understand. This guy's different. He wants to change the world and save the world. And then he is outed himself as just another billionaire prick that don't know shit about fuck. Got a lot of money from their daddy. And uh, and that's what you get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's so many smarter people than Elon Musk that if they had been given what Elon Musk had been given, I do think the world would be a better place because of it. But unfortunately, um, the people who inherit billions of dollars are often assholes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just how it is, dog. I don't know what to tell you. So that's my two cents on it. But I'm going to try and make that money. Like I said, if I do, uh, one thing is for sure, this substack will be for free. Hell, I tell you what, if I ever make that much goddamn money, all you OG substackers, you'll get a rebate. How about that? <laughs> I'll send y'all a PayPal or something. And speaking of which, by the way, it is the season uh, to be jolly. And if you've got somebody that would enjoy my writing, but they can't afford it and you'd like to give it a gift or you can't afford to give it as a gift, uh, just send me an email and give me their email and I'll comp them for free or I'll comp you for free or however you want that to work. I don't care. I'm a generous person. Uh, I try to be at least because, you know, as Granny said, you got to get into heaven somehow, boy. And it damn sure going to be, ain't going to be all the other shit you do. <laughs> Oh, uh, so I also, I'm on Cameo at uh, Corey, at Cameo.com slash Corey Ryan Forster. I'll do it as Corey Ryan Forster. I'll do it as the Buttercream Dream. I'll do it as Aunt Lita. I'll do it as Ward Caldwell. I'll do it as damn near anything. I'll tell your friends and your family happy birthday. I'll tell your boss to go fuck himself. I don't care because $69 is $69. You know what I'm saying? But if you can't afford that or you're like, hey, man, I'm one of your Substack OGs. I mean, I, maybe I could afford that, but like, come on. Throw me a bone. <laughs> okay. You can also email buttercreamcory at gmail.com if you want to give a gift, a cameo gift to somebody, a shout out, you know, you know a wrestling promo or whatever. I'll hook you up. Uh, I do have a, a limit because my throat only works so so much during the holidays, and I do get a lot of them, but uh, I'd be happy to do it for you, for you or your loved one. Uh, so, anyways, keep that in mind if you're getting down to the wire and you're like, damn. I don't know what to get Timmy, and I ain't got no more money, but oh shit, he loved WWE wrestling. Well, I'll call Goldberg a dumb fuck, you know? I'll do it. Shkew! Don't mind. <laughs> <sighs> I'm out of breath, and I gotta go record another podcast. 
I love y'all very much. I really appreciate y'all uh, responding to my poetry, even though it's silly and stupid. I know that's why I do it, but it really makes me feel good that y'all are like, cool, Corey, try different stuff. Makes me feel good. Y'all are the best people in the world. So love y'all, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.